Hey, Mosaic Church, uh, Kyle Porter here, along with Kyle Worley. We just wanted to um, uh, talk to you guys. Uh, first of all, just bless you uh, for your uh, graciousness and kindness through what has been, for everybody, just a really weird 2020. So, uh, Kyle, I wanted to bring you in and, and just kind of talk about what uh, what we've got upcoming, what's, what's going on over the next month. Uh, and then into 2021. But before we do that, um, I, I kind of wanted to hear your heart on just how you felt like the fall went. It was it was very different. And, and we, we had kind of talked about that from the outset, like, hey, this is going to be different. It's not our normative going forward. Yeah. Um, where you felt like the Lord moved in the fall of 2020 as we, as we kind of entered into a different uh, stage for Mosaic Church? Yeah, I mean, God, goodness, when we when we jumped in, uh, I, I can remember praying and thinking and planning in August, and knowing, hey, the fall, the fall is going to look different. How can we be faithful to our convictions, our identity, our vision, our values, while still trying to chart through the fall? And uh, we started thinking through, okay, what would it look like for us to adopt a kind of a unique approach to worship in the fall that was more of a mixed approach where we would gather in person occasionally, but we would also have opportunities for corporate prayer and for family worship. And looking back on the fall, I'm really encouraged by what the Lord did. It certainly, uh, as we said at the beginning of the fall, was never going to be a normative thing, wasn't a long-term solution to where we were at. But as we were trying to balance the wide spectrum of concern that existed and existed at Mosaic, and at the same time, try to continue to worship as a church family together, I'm really encouraged by what I saw. I saw gospel communities worshiping in front yards or in backyards or meeting up for breakfast and brunch on Sundays and watching the service together. I saw families uh, leading their families in family worship and households worshiping together, whether with roommates or a mom and dad using the guide we provided for their kids. I saw a lot of creative community engagement. Um, I was really encouraged on the whole. Um, I think one of the areas where I was burdened was uh, I'm always hoping to see just more urgency and fervency in prayer. And it just was that that was a burden I walked away with is feeling like I think the Lord still has some things to do to grow us as a people who are deep in prayer. And so I came out of the fall greatly encouraged by how the Lord was working in Mosaic in a number of ways and burden that we would become more hungry in, uh, in our prayer and more deep in our prayer. And to that end, you can actually pray with us this Sunday. We're praying at 10 a.m. via Zoom. So that's a shameless plug for gathering with us to pray. Um, and so we'll pray for 30 minutes or so together on Sunday morning. This will be the last of our kind of end of the month prayer meetings that we've had over this fall together. So I was greatly encouraged by the Lord. See, also to just beyond even our worship Bible study, seeing hundreds of men and women study the book of Ruth this fall and just hearing how the Lord was using that, seeing them study it in living rooms and on porches and in garage, uh, garages across Richardson. I mean, just really encouraging to see. So the Lord was very kind and faithful over the course of the fall. And I'm tremendously grateful for the work that he did. Yeah. That's great. And, and I think for my family, it was definitely uh, learning how to do family discipleship at yeah. home and then growing closer with the people in our gospel community. You know, it was a, it was a good, it was a good opportunity for that. So uh, a couple weeks ago, or I guess maybe a month ago now, we put out, uh, our Mosaic Church put out a survey to the members of Mosaic for like, hey, um, what's working? What's not working? Where are you at with the pandemic? All these different things. And I think the big shift that we both saw from the spring and even the early summer till now is 
um, man, we, we, you know, we were pretty cautious at the beginning about meeting publicly yeah. and still are, Absolutely. but we've definitely, we've definitely shifted. I think our people have shifted more toward, man, we really, we really want to meet. We really need to meet. Did you, did you see that in the survey results and, and, and kind of what, uh, what, how did that make you feel? And how did that kind of guide the way that we thought about moving into the, the winter? Yeah. I mean, all throughout this process, if somebody had asked me, hey, would you rather be gathering every week for in-person worship or not? It would have been a very simple answer. The answer would have been a resounding yes. And like we said at the beginning of the fall, there's no amount of creative strategy or resourcing or vision casting that's going to be able to outweigh the value of God's family and a local church worshiping together in person. And yet there were just some unique considerations, both within our body and within our community, that we needed to be mindful about so that we would be a good uh, family to those in our church and we would be good neighbors to those outside of our church. And so I was not surprised by the survey results at all. Um, if I had filled out the survey, which I, I didn't, um, uh, but if I had filled out the survey, I would have probably indicated what most people did, which is that, man, I'm hungry to resume weekly in-person gatherings, even though they'll look different for the foreseeable future, and they will. And so, you know, I think that that was not a surprise to me. I was encouraged that people are ready to do that. Um, and that was different than the other sample surveys that we had sent out over the course of the last six months. There just was a greater percentage of people who said, yeah, I think we're there, which means people are adjusting. At the same time, the spectrum of concern that's reflected in the survey is diverse. While the majority of people did indicate that they're ready to resume weekly in-person services, there is not an insignificant group of people for whom that is neither wise uh, nor available because of either existing conditions in their home or exposure considerations in their job. And so because of that, we're going to continue to have to walk a little bit of a a little bit of a balancing act as a family trying to love and serve. Uh, and I th I've been meditating a lot on Paul's passage on the stronger and the weaker. It's not a moral, the stronger, weaker thing isn't a moral thing. It's not even a theological thing. It's really just about the unique situatedness of these two believers in the church in Corinth or these two kinds of believers in the church in Corinth. And for this season, we're going to have to uh, love and care for the other people who are in our church. Uh, and we'll continue to do that for the foreseeable future as we think about gathering and worship. Yeah. And, and I, I just want to follow up with that, that we, when we look at survey data like that, or when we talk about this or think about it, uh, we're thinking about everybody. And it's not just, oh, it's a majority. So this is, these are the people that we're, that we're kind of catering to. It is, and what do we do about everyone? So I, I hope that the people of, I think that the people of Mosaic uh, know that. And I, I just want to kind of reiterate that as we think about moving into December. And, and speaking of December, it's going to be uh, for us, a, a little similar to what we've done the last few months, just more often, right? We're going to yeah. be at the um, Seventh-day Adventist Church uh, yeah. on Sundays. We're still doing registration. What, yeah. what, what for you is, is Advent, uh, when you think about Advent in December and our church gathering, what are you excited about? Well, I'm one, I think Advent's crucial every year, but particularly this year. This year has been a year full of waiting, but... Advent is an invitation into a very specific kind of waiting. It's not waiting for things to go back to normal. It's waiting for God to bring us into a new world. That's what Advent's all about. It's about stirring up a longing. I think a lot of our desire and longing this year has been the desire and longing of wanting to go back to normal. But the Advent desire and longing is hoping to go into what's next. And that's what I'm really excited about that. I'm thrilled, truly. 
And so uh, when we're gathering in December, we'll kind of have a dual track thing, a little bit like what we did in the first phase of gatherings in the summer back in June. We'll have in-person services every Sunday in December, Lord willing. Uh, and we will have an accompaniment to that with virtual services that we'll be releasing that month as well. So we want those who are able and willing to attend in-person worship to come and to gather with us. Those services will be a little bit shorter. They'll be focused on Advent um, and they'll be a little bit tighter just because we have a lot of young worshipers with us in those rooms uh, and we want to be mindful to that. And so we'll worship through December and in in-person services and have virtual worship available for those who can't join us on those Sundays. So that's what December looks like. And we're still planning to do things like Christmas Eve at communion, although albeit it will be with masks and much smaller. If you come to our Christmas Eve at communion in the past, it's a, the, a few of those services are a bit like a madhouse. Well, we have to be a little bit more restricted on how many people we can get into the room. So we'll have to require registration for all that, but it will still be a, a sweet time for families to mark uh, yeah. the joy of Christmas. So, And the registration for, for both of those, you can go to mosaicrichardson.com and, and register yeah. uh, for both December services and then here in a few weeks for Christmas at communion. Yeah. Uh, last thing, and this is kind of the, the information that went out earlier this week, is uh, kind of our plans for, for starting in 2021. And I think, you know, kind of the three things that I think about there that, that people might have questions about or might be considering are uh, why, uh, why the change of location? Yeah. Like why, why the change of building? Yeah. Uh, what's going on with Mosaic Kids? Yeah. And I can't remember the third one, but I'll think of it after you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Lord has always been kind. And I just want to pause and say, praise God. He has always been kind to provide us a space when we need it. And I'll tell you, that is not the story of every church plant in America. Right now, most church plants cannot find a place to meet. And the Lord has been very kind to continue to present us opportunities at just the right moment. And that is something, I don't want to rush past Thanksgiving. That's an incredible gift that God has given. North Dallas Adventist Academy was the right building at the right time. We wanted a little bit bigger space, a little bit more quality in this space, um, and still to stay in Richardson. Uh, and so we knew, we, we knew that even though we are not launching, back in in January with Mosaic Kids, our hope is to scale up to where we can have Mosaic Kids in a way that's safe, wise, and sustainable. So we're hoping that by late January, early February, our teams are built, the building is scoped out to where we can launch Mosaic Kids in a way that's safe, sustainable, and wise for the spring. Uh, that would have been complicated with our current arrangement at Seventh-day Adventist, the PDC. We love RSD, but the PDC is just not on the table for us right now with external leases in the district. Um, and so the Lord provided us North Dallas Adventist Academy. And so that's, that's why we're meeting there is that that's, we prayed, God, would you provide us a bigger space in Richardson? And he did. And we're tremendously grateful for that. And so we'll resume uh, weekly in-person worship in December. And Lord willing, that will continue through January and into the spring. Um, and we're hoping that Mosaic Kids will be able to get back into the system uh, in late January, early February. It just takes time to build those teams. And we want to make sure that we've spec'd out the building in a really healthy way to make sure that it makes sense and that it's wise and that it's sustainable. But I'm excited about gathering for worship in the spring. In January, we'll do a vision, mission, and value series, which we always do in January. And then in February, we start the Book of Romans. And Romans starts in February of 2021, and it ends question mark. We are going to be in Romans for a long time, a long time. Uh, and I, I think that the spirit of God uh, will, will reward a deep consideration 
of Romans. I think the last thing on services in the new year is we'll continue to ask for registration for those services for the time being, just to make sure that our numbers in those rooms are healthy and we can practice social distancing. We'll continue to strongly encourage masks for those gatherings, just not because maybe you think you need it, but because there might be others that are gathering that would be blessed and benefited by that. And then I think the other thing to mention about those gatherings uh, is that as we worship together, um, there's going to be a real opportunity for us to worship as a church family, singing the songs and receiving the Lord's Supper and receiving the benediction. I'm really excited about that. And that's just the worship component. I mean, you've got Life of Abraham for Men and Women's Bible Study in the spring. You've got the launch of a passage class, which is about connecting our emotional maturity and spiritual maturity. Um, there's just some incredible things that are coming up in the spring I'm really excited about. So. And just just to clarify, the, the December gathering is at Seven Day Adventist. Yep. Starting in January, it's going to be North Dallas Adventist Academy. And I, I just, I mean, I want to say, bless those places. You know, the PDC, Seven Day Adventist, North Dallas, they've all been tremendous to work with, very uh, gracious and kind to us. And uh, that's been a, a real joy, I think, just to interact in the community with other churches, with um, different uh, people that, that are kind of in charge of, of some of these places. So the last thing I wanted to mention, and this was a question that, that I forgot earlier, is uh, pausing uh, and, 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 you know, what, what's this going to look like still within this pandemic? And, and I think that, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but for us, it's, it's about uh, what is the city of, of Richardson doing? What is RISD doing at, at this time? And I think we see some different things going on broadly in Dallas, but for us, it's about it's about being hyper local and it's about sort of following what RISD yeah. uh, is doing. Is there anything else that you would add to that? No, we're just we're going to mirror the district when it comes to not mirror. Excuse me, that's the wrong word. We're going to take under strong advisement the actions of the district and the city. There are neighbors. We want to be good neighbors to them. And so, if they suspend in-person classes, for example, we're going to really work uh, to try to come up with some creative ways to continue to gather in person. We're not saying that whatever the district does, whatever the city does, we will do one for one. But we're saying that when it comes to thinking through how we're going to gather for a week weekly worship, our strongest consideration will be the actions and directions of the school district in the city. We're a hyper-local church. The COVID data in Richardson is very different than the COVID data broadly in Dallas County. So we can't look at Dallas County generally and say, oh yeah, it's, it's the same. That's how we'll make all these decisions. But we also want to be mindful about, hey, if Richardson asks us to do something or they ask their city or their district to do something, we want to be considerate of that. So we'll continue to watch that and monitor that. And that's not just for 2021. That's even for the days ahead. I mean, we don't know what the rest of November and December will look like, but we're going to continue to try to be good neighbors. For sure. And I would just want to end the way we started, just thanking the people of Mosaic for being patient and gracious and kind. Uh, we've, we've, we've labored to uh, prayerfully consider both everybody's situations and what the Lord would want at each step of the way. And it, it's been, we've done different things at each step. And, and we've really tried to um, do that with, um, you know, our mission and values in mind. So uh, you are loved, you're prayed for, and uh, we thank you for uh, just continuing to pursue the Lord with us.